We work hard at being healthier. And what we really need is better quality sleep. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed intelligently senses your movements and automatically adjusts your comfort and support on both sides. This is not a bed. It's proven quality sleep. It's the biggest sale of the year where all beds are on sale. Save 50% on the new Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing only for a limited time. To find your local Sleep Number store, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. This podcast is part of the Bomb Pod Media Network. They're staying in the shadows. It's called probing. Make sure things are all clear. Clear for what? For the rest of the world. You guys hear that? Welcome to the show, everybody. You are listening to The Confessionals, a proud featured show on blogtalkradio.com and a proud partner of the Bomb Pod Media Network. If you've had an encounter or a story you'd like to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me that email. My email address is theconfessionalspodcast at gmail.com. That's theconfessionalspodcast at gmail.com. Or you can go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the connection section, and you can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me, but get a hold of me. Now, I want to let everybody know that a couple weeks ago, I announced my son's birth, and I said that we had a 17-pound, 15-ounce baby. That is wrong. And a lot of people have been bringing it to my attention, and I figure, you know what? I better correct it on air so everybody knows that my wife did not give birth to a 17-pound baby. She gave birth to a 7-pound baby. I'm sorry. My wires were crossed. I didn't even catch it during the editing process, but no, it was a seven pound, 15 ounce baby. Thanks everybody who's been bringing that to my attention and telling me how stupid I am. So let's just move on. This week's iTunes shout outs and Patreon shout outs is Dude1963, Chomping It, JDub33, and Irish Shame78. And for Patreon, we have Brian M. So thank you very much to everybody who goes to iTunes, leaves those ratings and reviews because it helps out a ton. And thank you very much, Brian M., for becoming a patron on Patreon. If you want to become a patron on Patreon, go over to patreon.com backslash the confessionals. That's P A T R E O N dot com backslash the confessionals. We have a lot of great rewards there, including monthly live shows and live video chats with me personally. So if that interests you, there's a lot of other rewards. Go over to patreon.com backslash the confessionals and check it out. Now this week's show, we have Kayla coming on and Kayla's going to be sharing some time lost stories. That seems like kind of straight out of the matrix. It's a great conversation her and I had. Let's get into it right after this.
Okay, tonight I have a great guest coming on, Kayla. Kayla, you contacted me a little bit ago, and you have a very interesting story. Now, I always look for these interesting stories that people have, and uh, a lot of times it's a haunting or a UFO experience or even the Bigfoot experience, but you have a missing time experience. And I, when, I, when I read the email that you sent me, I was very excited to talk to you because it's not every day I get to talk to somebody that actually had missing time. So uh, what, what exactly did you experience, Kayla? Um, okay, so this happened when I it happened years ago when I was 16, and a friend and I were driving to see her boyfriend at the time, and it happened kind of near near Edmonton, Alberta, um, out in the country, and it was um, a road that we'd driven on probably hundreds and hundreds of times, like we're we were living out there at the time, and we were driving out to go see this this boyfriend of hers, and. As we were driving, um, the houses and landmarks ended up being in the wrong order. Um, so we kept, and we we never did make it to his house that night. We eventually um, turned around and went home. But as we were driving, um, like the yeah, so things were like in the wrong order. So if there was like a house, and you were expecting to see the second house, you'd see like maybe the fourth house. Um, and we drove for about three hours before we turned around, which also doesn't make any sense because the range road is about maybe 30 kilometers long. So driving from the, off the highway all the way through the range road should make you hit another highway in about like half an hour, even if you're driving really slowly. So that made zero sense. Um, yeah. So, and it was probably the scariest thing I've ever been through. And I've been through other, things that should have been probably scarier to most people but that was the worst thing ever that we'd been through so yeah and it took yeah so it took like three hours to make it back to the highway to get back home okay well so you're driving down the road and everything is normal at some point at what point did you realize that things were a little off like right away like it was um and it wasn't like a weird night we weren't and like you can't get lost there that's not a place that's like getting lost on your way home when you've lived in a place for years so um like right away we noticed it wasn't like about five minutes into the drive because we'd go past the first farmhouse and it wasn't wouldn't be the right one and we never did go past brad's house like it like her boyfriend we never saw the turn off to it so everything when you're driving down the road and now what all right so when you and her got in the car to leave at that moment, everything was different, or was there a certain point in the ride that everything changed? Um, well, we both felt weird that day. Like I remember being like nervous for no reason, and she kind of commented on that after too. And then as we were driving, we both got like really, really, really scared. Like we weren't talking; we were just silent the whole time. But both of us were like completely freaked out by the the entire thing. And I know it's not, it just sounds like we got lost, but you can't, like there's no, and we drove straight without turning around for about, um, for probably about an hour before we turned around. And then when we turned around to go back to the highway to go home, we still couldn't find our way back to the highway. So we did like a, a U-turn about halfway through and still, still things were in the wrong order and the highway wasn't showing up where it should have been. So this was like a uh, experience where it wasn't just 
you're driving down the road and everything seemed odd, like you knew everything was off and you just couldn't find your way out of it kind of thing. Yeah. And it was still like, we weren't in a different place because it was still the right landmarks, just not in the right order. And it was missing her boyfriend's driveway. That's bizarre. That's absolutely super weird. Yeah. Like super, super weird. And we were like completely freaked out the whole time. Like it was awful. Yeah, it's it was like we honestly both didn't think we'd be going home. Like we thought we were stuck because we were, were driving and driving and driving and should have seen the highway. And it was just like and it was repeating. Like so you'd see different landmarks would be repeated. So you'd see a house and you'd drive for a while and you'd see the same house without turning around. Like it, I know it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but it was really, really weird. Yeah, it's it's kind of like I don't know, like slipping into some kind of like Twilight Zone or kind of getting stuck yeah. in a matrix or something yeah it was that's kind of the best explanation for it that i have like it was really it was really and it took way longer than it should have there's no way driving we only turned around once um and it should have taken like even if you drive straight in one direction or the other like maybe 30 40 minutes to get to each highway because there's kind of a highway on each end of the range road wow so yeah. I don't know. All right. First of all, how many years ago was this? Um, I'm older now. <laughs> so um, <laughs> oh, generally. I'm, I'm 33 now. So I was 16 when it happened. So 19 years ago. But I remember it like all like I remember it vividly. So gotcha. Okay. So it, it was a little bit ago. Uh, do you have you ever looked into this or remember anything happening around that time with um I don't know, like the alignment of the stars or something. Cause I know a lot of times people, they talk about, you know, certain things are happening in our solar system and you should expect to see this. Or even when we had the eclipse here in, in the United States, I don't know if you guys got the eclipse up in Canada uh, mm-hmm. earlier this year. Okay. You did. Um, yeah. But I, I remember people talking leading up to that saying that, you know, be aware that during the eclipse, you're going to see actually, you know what, even in, I think it was North Carolina or South Carolina, the officially, I think it was a police department or something like that officially came out saying that during the eclipse, you should be aware and be, be alert for strange things happening, such as lizard people showing up. It, it really <laughs> said something like that. And, and so oh like, people, so people are like, you know, what what are they talking about? But I, I, for me, I, I look at that. I'm like, okay, so is there something going on here with maybe the alignment of the stars or something? It sounds Hollywood, but I'm just asking, like, do you know if there's anything going on like that around that time that you know of? Not that I remember. And like, and the friend that was with me has also like, she married that guy that the uh, that we were going to see on the road. So she's driven there like that's where his family is from. So they go there all the time and nothing like that's ever happened. So no, I can't remember any, any weird stuff like that around the time. That place is kind of weird. Like it's a strange feeling kind of place, but I don't think this was even really related. Like this was so weird. Like I have no, I don't remember any alien stuff related to it, but it was, but then I've also heard of people where, I don't know if I believe in that or not, but I've heard of people that had experiences having like implanted memories. So that kind of makes me curious about it a little bit too. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. definitely the, that route you could go with things. I mean, cause I know yeah. there's been plenty of people who have experienced abductions and have had similar 
similar stories. I mean, uh, back on, oh, I don't even remember what episode it was, but I, it was a two-part a two-part show and i had this couple on that were in uh new orleans they came on and they shared an experience that they had with their friend yep, that reminded me quite a bit of, gotcha. of my experience but i don't remember any of the alien part of it um right. and i like i've read about like the regression hypnosis and stuff and that i've been researching what happened to see if i can find out what happened and but i'm not sure i would want to do regression because i don't know if i'd want to relive it I like I want to find out about it but I don't want to be in I don't want to have the the feelings of it over again. Yeah, I mean if that makes sense. Absolutely. I mean the whole idea of regression and the whole hypnosis kind of thing, uh that that kind of stuff can be trippy for some people. I mean, I know it is for mm-hmm. me. Uh there was one uh time in my life that I thought about doing uh a regression and I just couldn't come bring myself to do it because it's just it's too weird for me. I mean, I just couldn't, I couldn't really uh, stomach the idea of reliving uh, the situation or even trying to figure out what had happened. But uh, it's very interesting. Yeah. So let's just take a break right now. And when we come back, we'll get into some other things. Okay, we're back and Kayla now her boyfriend you got you said you guys never even showed up to his house you didn't even go we never we never made it out no and did anybody was, ever okay, ask like, go ahead yeah he asked us where we went and we never she didn't tell him at the time I think she's told him since what happened but she just said that we couldn't make it out like we had we had she just said we had trouble getting there um but yeah we were so we were 16 we weren't like we, like we weren't drinking like there was none nothing obvious like like that happened like we weren't doing anything like that at all um and it was a clear night it was a summer night so there was nothing strange that way and it was definitely like we for sure were on the right road like it was we couldn't have screwed that up and there's signs saying people's names that live on on that stretch of road and we saw them so like there's no way we were in the wrong spot, which would be like all the obvious answers for it make less sense than than some of the more wild, the wild ones for it. So I right. have no idea what it was. Well, sometimes the the wild suggestions are actually they actually do make a little more sense because just the what what you experienced any normal suggestion it just uh, it, that seems far fetched, you know. So uh, yeah. There's this idea that people suggest that um, the, I say the government as a very general term, especially since you're in a different country, but uh, that higher authorities have technology where they can actually project imaging into people's heads from a remote location. Uh, okay, and, and there's a little bit more of the story I should maybe tell you then. Okay, go um, ahead. This is super weird. When we finally made it back to the highway and we were going home, um, like we were super upset. We weren't like, like hysterical or anything, but we were like completely silent and we both felt just horribly gross. There was about eight identical black SUVs that, um, that drove, like pulled out ahead of us before we, we went, which was really weird. Cause it's the middle of nowhere and there shouldn't like, they were all identical. So that was that's, a little strange. So that that kind of idea makes me kind of wonder about it a little bit too. Yeah, I I would say so. I, 
Let me ask you this area that you were in, you might've said earlier, but I, I have a horrible memory. If you listen to the show, I'm sure you probably gathered that. Uh, do you remember how rural this area was that you were trying to drive to? Um, on a major, like it's right off a major highway, but it's out in the middle of nowhere. It's about half an hour out of Edmonton, Alberta. Okay. And is there any kind of uh, military operations that you know of within the area? Not that close, I don't believe. Um, there would be one by Wainwright, Alberta, and probably right in Edmonton, likely. But if okay. they were doing weird things, it would make sense to go out into the country somewhere and, and, and do it, I suppose. Man, that's that's just really weird. I mean, nobody can really say whether it was foul play or not, but it is kind of weird that uh, that happens to you and then you see around eight blacked out SUVs pull out in front of you. Uh, and yeah, you like even... with tinted windows and the whole, like the whole bit, like they were, and they were like completely identical and you'd see like maybe two of the same SUV, but not eight. And that was the only traffic. Before I brought that up, uh, you weren't going to suggest anything. Is that something that you've thought about before? Or is that something that you're just kind of thinking about now? Because well, I've, I've been reading about it a lot. Like I've been trying to find um, like some kind of explanation for what happened. Um, so that's kind of makes a small amount of sense that maybe it was some kind of weird. Because like, if that was a military thing, that would be super handy to have if you could make people think they were terribly, terribly lost and going in the rock, like they couldn't find a certain area. But it's weird that we didn't see Brad, like his specific driveway. So I don't know if that was, like we never made it, like that was the only place we never saw. Well, that that's really, that, that is really weird because you're driving down a road to a specific location and you see everything on that road that's it, but it's out of order. And the only thing you don't see is your destination. Now yeah. to me, that sounds like a uh, target, like, so, yeah. like, like whether it was, you know, military or some kind of paranormal uh, thing, it, it feels like something outside of you targeted you and knew where you were going and was choosing to give you vision or uh, images other than your destination. Uh, and the yeah. fact that they were out of order, uh, makes me feel like either it's a glitch or maybe that's intentional uh, to confuse the person they're targeting. Uh, but two girls driving down a road that are young teenage girls, I mean, I don't know if that's a prime target or not, but uh, it certainly happened. You wouldn't think so. We have like none. Of, we have no family members in the military. Not, like we weren't, there's nothing that unusual about either of us. So we were just, there is now. That we're, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. So that was super weird. Yeah. I mean, not a lot of people can actually claim to have experienced what you are sharing with us right now. I mean, it's, it's just like, um, you, you don't even know what to, like, I'm sure you don't even know what to think about it. I mean, you've been doing this, you've been living your life for the last 20 years or so uh, since this has happened. And I don't want to age you. I'm sorry. Less than 20 years. <laughs> and, you know, you still are trying to connect the dots on exactly what happened. And your friend, she acknowledges it happened. Uh, does she have any insight on it? No, none. She has no, she's like, it's definitely not like it wasn't, it wasn't our doing and it wasn't a normal, like she, she's pretty sure it's supernatural too. Like there's nothing in nature that makes houses move in the wrong order and repeat themselves in certain 
spots and stuff. So it's, it's really weird. So she, yeah, she's, uh, it's, it bothers her too. Like it's something that's her least favorite subject to talk about. Right. And I, I can understand that. Uh, and the thing is like, all right, so, you know, everybody knows I'm a Christian and blah, 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 blah. But there are things that I do look at and I'm like, this is just interesting, you know? So sure, I believe that there's a God and there's a creator, right? But at the same time, you know, what you're describing, like I said earlier, really sounds like a matrix glit- the glitch. And it, well, it, it really... Like, Go ahead. I've thought about that too. So like, like, was there an accident that we don't remember? And that was it like, re- like a reset button was pushed and then we weren't? I, I'm not sure. So yeah. That's an idea too. Right. And, and that's a, and that's a thing. I mean, I know, I know for a fact that they have reported finding uh, mathematical code out in the outer space. I mean, it's just out there and they're like, where's it coming from? What is it? It's just a bunch of ones and zeros, ones and zeros. And that makes you feel like you're living in a matrix. And then when you experience something that you've experienced, it just takes it to another level. And you're like, are we just a mathematical code? <laughs> you know, like well, yeah, like it's like a video game glitch. That's almost what it was. Yes, like like they made a mistake in a certain area of the software or something, and we got stuck. Just yeah. for a little bit, though. I mean, because it never happened again, right? Yeah. No, uh, no, no. I had a minute where I thought it was happening again, but I actually it was just foggy and I was lost. <laughs> I, <laughs> like it made me like I freaked right out. It was not okay. But now I have GPS, so and phones and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So this is before cell phones and all that good stuff too. So, like, we didn't have. It was up to us to figure it out. So I, I'd be the same way you were. I mean, every time I get lost now or I get confused where I'm at, I'm going to think, "Is it happening again?" You know. <laughs> like, yeah. How often do you go down that road now? Um, I don't. I moved out of province, but she goes quite often because she married the guy. So, um. So they're still together and that's where his family is all from. So they're out there probably monthly and nothing like that has ever, ever happened before. Okay. So, and he grew up there his whole, like he's been out there his whole life, I believe, and nothing like that's ever happened to him. So. Yeah. So, I mean, eventually I'm sure she or you or both you sat down and talked to him and told him what happened. What was his reaction? Um, she, I, I don't, she's talked to him. I never, t- I never told him about it. Um, I've never spoke to him about it. I'm not, I'm sure he would believe her. Um, she, cause she's, uh, like I said, she's a pretty steady human being. So if she says something like that, I would, I would believe her for sure. Yeah. And yeah. earlier you said when you were coming out and, uh, you were describing the, the SUVs, you said something that kind of stuck out to me. I wanted to ask you what you meant by it. You said that you felt gross. Uh, how, what made you feel gross? Um, well, like the anxiety, like it was like oppressive. Like it felt, it felt like we were stuck. Like it's like, we weren't talking to each other. We were just totally quiet trying to like figure out what was going on. And it, it felt like we were going to go missing. So it was like, we just felt terrible. It was, it was, uh, like, I kind of wonder if some missing people, maybe something like that happens and they don't manage to find the highway again. I have no idea. Um, there are people that have gone missing in that area too. So how often? I'm not sure. 
Um, quite. They thought there was actually a serial, well, they, there is a serial killer in the area, but some of the people have just never been found. So I'm not sure if that's a connection or not, but yeah, there's uh, definitely something weird there. But we were sure we weren't going to get home. Like we were, we were pretty convinced as we were driving that it was, it was too weird and something had happened and we were stuck. All right. So you said that there's a serial killer in the area and I mean, so I'm assuming that they haven't caught the guy, but they are finding dead bodies that are obviously murdered. Some some of these women have been found, um, but they think there's another one still active. And then some of the people that have gone missing have not been found in that general area. Okay. But it, it is along a major highway too. So that's maybe less weird, I guess. All right. Is there any, and you may not know the answer to this, but is there any distinguishing facts that would distinguish somebody in that area from being a victim of the serial killer and just a missing person? Like, have they ever come out and said these are traits of the serial killer? So if this person's missing, we should be looking for the serial killer. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the serial the serial killer was targeting uh, Native women. Okay, and did they ever Which catch is him? a huge problem in Canada? Um, they've got a few. There's several like Native women. Um, I'm not sure if they're targeted more or they're investigated less, but there's there's a huge problem in Canada with uh, missing Native women. Yeah, I'm like partially, but not not obviously. But so there's um, but like that is a huge problem for a lot of people I know. Do you know why? Um, racism. Really? Okay. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's terrible here. Everybody thinks Canada is lovely, but it's not that way all the time. Okay, well, I, I guess every country has their problems, right? <laughs> they do. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. If you ever wanted to get into true crime, that would be a, a one to tackle for sure. I would love to get into, into true crime. I just don't have the time mm-hmm. for it. I mean, it's really time. <laughs> a bit busy. Consuming. And you're not going to because I've heard about what's going on in your life right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got the just Lindsay's going to be popping in just any week now. I mean, she really Yay. she's really yeah, she's really there. It's it's exciting. Um That'll be a crazy adventure for you guys for sure. Yeah, I'm sure. And on top of everything else I'm doing, I'm I uh yeah. I started a second podcast with Wes Germer from Sasquatch Chronicles. I'm going to be starting a third Excellent. one next year. Uh so I'm really diving into the podcasting thing and I'm going to be super busy. So actually investigating cool. true crime is going to be very hard. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not on the high list. No. Um, apparently in Saskatchewan here, I didn't realize this, but there's been Sasquatch sightings. Now that doesn't surprise me. Do you have anything to share about that? It surprises me. There's no trees where I am, but they're not seen where I am. Um, it'd be up north where they're sighted mostly, but I think there's been some down south too. Where I guess there's trees there, so that makes sense. Well, that's that's pretty yeah. cool. I mean, if you ever side note, before we get back on track here, before if you ever come across anybody who says they've seen one, just point them in my direction. That's all I ask. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I have a, a, a theory on them. What's that? Let me hear it. I think they're like. Um, I think they're. I just think they're like another race of people, kind of. I think they, and I think the people that have had negative experiences with them were maybe doing something they shouldn't have been. Or maybe they don't like certain things that happen that people do. Like maybe they have issues with hunting where they're living. Yeah. I mean, th- yeah. there's there's certainly uh, things that could point in that direction. Uh, I, I, I think that, I don't know, I, I tend to believe that these things, 
whatever they are, are seclusive, highly intelligent, and they just want to be left alone. And then you hear the stories yeah. of people saying that, you know, it was aggressive towards them or it sought, it sought them out, it found them kind of thing. Uh, and I, but, you know, I, I do think that maybe sometimes whether they're some type of, you know, distant humanoid person, like a type of person, or if they're, they are more ape or whatever they are, uh, I do think that sometimes there are just, just like bad people, like you have the serial killers up there. Yeah, there, oh, there's, for sure. There's, you're going to come across some Sasquatches that maybe just, they're not they're not the friendliest. Or it's a lady Sasquatch and you were getting too close to little Sasquatches or something. Sure. So you had to do something Absolutely. to get you out of the way. Like that one, that woman that saw the one on the road, that one makes me think they're a lot more people than than ape-like. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've all had to deal with terrible toddlers occasionally. So, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll tell you what. Your experience also reminds me of the idea. Now, I'm just throwing ideas out at you because uh, I, you haven't solved this, and I'm not going to be able to help you solve it in one sitting. <laughs> but I'm just going to throw another idea out to you. Uh, some, some people out there, I'm sure, are listening to your story, and they're saying portal 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 you entered a portal uh have you ever heard of such an idea of somebody accidentally going through a portal uh because what you I just, have okay yeah. i have no opinion on that i don't know and then we managed to get out of it so it's like we would have done it twice which is kind of crazy yeah absolutely because uh, i mean what you described it, it it sounds like somebody who was caught almost in in the midway of a portal, you know, because you're, you're seeing mm-hmm. your reality just not in the proper order, almost as mm-hmm. if it's in, a, in the middle of a transition, but you just never fully transitioned through the portal. I, I, did you hear the show that I put up a few weeks ago? Um, it's called Stardust Ranch with uh, John Edmonds, the alien slayer. Yes. Okay, you heard that. So he talks about the portals. And um, he he described, and you know what? I cannot remember if he described this during my interview or if I heard it on another show that he did. But uh, if I if I didn't if he didn't t- cover it in the interview, you'll hear it now for the first time. Uh, he talks about he has a portal, two of them actually on his property, and that the Greys don't use these portals. These are portals that other things use. And one uh-huh. he describes as a time travel portal, and he's actually seen. Uh, Roman soldiers come out of the portal in his house while his wife and him were sitting in the living room and they just walked through the house like they didn't even acknowledge him like it was just like a time lapse and uh and they were just like that's really weird you know um but yeah it's this idea that portals are out there and you can't control them and when they show up and it makes you just wonder you know is that even a an, an, um, a possibility that maybe maybe you, there's it's some kind of portal? It's a possibility, but I don't even know if this was attached to the road. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's like it was because it's never happened to anyone else that we know of. Anyway, um, yeah. But like, if it's like, I also kind of wondered, like, if you do you ever watch like the Dead Files? Uh, not a whole lot. No, I haven't really watched. No. Them. Well, she talks about like sometimes she'll go to a place and she'll say like, there's like, um, like native people who used to live at a place would have like their own set of things that would be in a certain area. And I kind of wondered about that too, for that area. So it's interesting. Yeah, Cause it's like, it's, it's uh, like a, well, it was like, like Alberta and Saskatchewan were all inhabited by native people. Like, like, well, they still are, but they were just native a while ago. Yeah. 
And, you know, that's an interesting thing. I mean, maybe, and this would be totally dependent on you, but to do some kind of like just study on the area and talking to Native Americans, uh, the Native people about, you know, what the history is of the land and has anybody else ever experienced similar things throughout the history of their culture? Uh, because oral tradition is huge. You know that oral tradition is huge yeah. for Native Americans and it's very accurate. And that's one thing that people, this is kind of off topic, but it's okay. Uh, that's one thing people don't get is that they, they say oral tradition. How can we trust somebody just, you know, sharing a story from generation to generation? Like, and they, they always equate it to the idea of when you're in school and they play that game, whisper down the alley. And by the time it gets to the last per- person in the line, it's a totally different thing that was said in the front of the line. But the, the thing is, Native Americans are very strategic when it comes to planning uh, the people who are going to be carrying the oral tradition from a very young but age. That was they, a serious I, part of their cult. Like that's a yeah. serious, serious part of their culture. So they, I, I trust them not to mess up. Yes, stuff up. absolutely. And I've never, I've too. never read anything about that area or like, I know lots of people from there too, and I've never heard anything that level weird about the area. So, but it's, yeah, that's kind of what made me, but the, Maybe the SUVs were just totally unrelated. I have no idea. It was just another extra weird tidbit on a big pile of weird. Yeah, well, when you got a big pile of weird, a little side weird isn't always bad to try to figure out what's going on with. Because, I mean, I don't don't know too many places in the world where if you see that many blacked out SUVs out at one time, it's not weird, you know? Well, no, and that was the only traffic we saw. Yeah, whole night. right after you had that experience, which is yeah. totally out of the normal. So let's just take a break right now. When we come back, we'll bring the whole thing in for a landing. We'll be right back. We're back. And now, Kayla, earlier in the interview, you've mentioned that you've had other experiences. Now, is that something you want to go into or is it not related or how do you want to handle that? It's totally unrelated, but I could. Ah, Go ahead. Okay. Um, So when we were um, still living in Alberta, a different uh, town in Alberta, we lived in this old rented farmhouse and it was extremely haunted. Um, It was like you couldn't go upstairs without feeling awful. And there was um, a time when my mom was expecting my sister and she kept hearing a baby cry and just thought it was like a weird pregnancy thing. And like other people in the house heard it as well. Um, Found out later that there was a baby that passed away in the house. So yeah, that's, it's a short story, but that's, (laughs) it was a really, really weird place. Yeah. And, you know, I just interviewed a guy uh, last week and I don't know when his show is going to air. So when somebody is hearing this, they might have heard it already or not heard it. I'm not sure. (laughs) But I did interview another guy in Boston, Massachusetts. No, not Boston. He's in Massachusetts. And uh, he was just describing a similar thing. Uh, For him, it was a town that was pretty much haunted. And uh, you could, you would hear a baby crying. I think he said that you'd hear it outside and you start walking outside and then it would just stop once you reach the edge of the property like it, it like had it's some kind of boundary that 
it was really weird. It was really weird. But uh, that's a very common. I might thing. have an explanation for that one, though. What's that? Um, ravens and crows have. Um, they will copy that. Um, I lived in an apartment where there was a whole bunch of ravens outside, and they would make baby crying noises and car alarm noises and McDonald's drive-through noises. Really? It was yeah, like they're yeah. That's that incredible. Yeah. Yeah, so it might have just been a stupid bird. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I actually was yeah. just kicking around the idea of getting a parrot, but it sounds like they're pretty high maintenance, so I'm not sure if I wanted to do that right now. They're worse. They'll be harder to take care of than your baby. Yeah. All right, scratch that yeah. off the list. Yeah, yeah babies, <laughs> babies are generally, and they get babies get easier too. So that's the fun thing. Yeah, they uh, progress, and then they do different things that are awful and hard, but they get easier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my kids are old enough I can sleep in on the weekend. So, oh well, congratulations! Yeah. I'm about to lose all yeah. my sleeping time. Yes, yes, you are for a while. <laughs> totally worth it, though. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, well, remember I said that in about three months. Yeah, that's what everybody says, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Kayla. Well, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing those experiences. It's really, it's really fascinating account that you had. Uh, you know, I, I've actually before we get out of here. I've actually experienced my own time, missing time experience that I've had. Uh, I'm not sure if really? I've ever shared it before. Yeah, but it's nothing severe or major, but I was with friends. And before I go into the story, I want to say to you, do you feel like you find more comfort in the fact that you've experienced that with somebody else and you're, you weren't alone? Yes. Yes. Um, like I kind of have like a, like a, a, not a crazy personality, but I'm kind of a little bit more like open with stuff like that. But, um, the friend that was involved isn't, and she's, uh, she's like a super steady person. So I'm kind of, I'm, I feel terrible for her that she had to experience it too, but it's, uh, I'm glad I wasn't the only one that knew and that she totally backs up exactly what happened to me with her own experience of it. So yeah, that's totally comforting. Yeah, I'm sure. Cause I, I know I, I would find comfort in it because when I was, uh, you know, I was probably 16 too, right around that age. I mean, you and I are really close in age and, uh, you know, I think I was, you know, 15, 16 years old and, uh, you know, I'm still very much into basketball. I don't play like I used to, but I used to play a lot of basketball and, uh, me and a bunch of my friends from the neighborhood, we went to the park and we played basketball. And I remember we got there at noon and we had like an hour and a half, which for us wasn't a lot of time at all. Like we, we could spend hours up there playing. And uh, so we're like, okay, let's get some good runs in. And after we were done with our first game, we usually played, you know, either we would play either to 11 points or 15. The max would be 21 points, but even 21 points, you, you could get that done in about 15, 20 minutes. I mean, it's a very fast moving game and, you know, not a big deal. So we end our first game and we were taking some drinks before we start up again. And one of the guys looks at his watch and it was time to go. An hour and a half had passed by in one game. And we're like, what the heck? Like, like we were all baffled by it, all of us, because, uh, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, we knew we only had an hour and a half. We played one game and uh, it, it was time to go. We, and we left because we all had to leave. But we never experienced anything like anything trippy, like seeing weird things. It was just we were all into the game. We were all playing. And then it was time to go. And there's no way an hour and a half passed even to just play to a game of 21 points. Like, that's just impossible. So That's super weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, my daughter actually had an experience like that, too. Really? 
yeah, um, not super, like not super crazy like mine, but um, she was walking the dog and she sat down on a park bench to text somebody and she woke, um, like kind of came to, I guess, sitting on the ground next to the park bench, um, like about an hour and a half later. Um, and the dog, she wasn't holding on to the dog's leash, but it was sitting next to her as well. And that's in itself is supernatural because our dog does not stay and does not, she just takes right off the second she can. So yeah, like another super strange thing. Yeah. She lost like about an hour and a half. That's incredible. There's, there's gotta be some kind of, um, I don't know. I know you mentioned to me earlier before we started the show that you're, you, I guess you're in some kind of forums and stuff online and you, you've talked about it here and there with other people online. Are there a lot of people out there that experience similar things? Not really. Um, lots of people have seen, um, like, especially out here, like tons of people see on like UFOs or whatever, like that, this is like UFO central out here, but not, I don't think it's that common. Like, and the people that are, you kind of see the same stories over and over. Like, I think it's the same few people talking about it. I don't think it's all that common. So it's, it's pretty weird. It is weird. It is yeah. weird. And my, my dad has had experiences like that too. So it's, yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah. if it's not, if it's not a big deal, I mean, would you, what, what did he experience? Um, like it was pretty weird. He, um, his parents just chalked it up to sleepwalking, but he was found outside when he was about five, um, like on a upper part of the roof um, at night with the window locked. Wow. So the window's yeah. locked from the inside? Yeah. That's really weird. Yeah. Wow. Okay. There's no explanation for that. Nobody's ever offered anything. Well, his parents just said he was sleepwalking and assumed one of the brothers shut the window without realizing he was out there because they had like a, a super big family. Okay. But yeah. Interesting stuff, man. I tell you, we, we uh-huh. live in a, we live in a very interesting world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you ever if you ever want a, a crazy, super quiet vacation, if you want to come fishing and check out UFOs, this place is like everybody sees them out here. Like they're Really? It's on the news every once in a while that someone has got video of it or yeah. It's super common. Well, actually, it's the best place to see them though cuz it's no it, nobody lives in Saskatchewan. It's like uninhabited pretty much, so. So I imagine there's, there's no not light. a whole lot of light pollution. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I, I live 45 minutes west of Philadelphia, which is like the fourth or biggest or fourth or fifth biggest city in the country. Uh, so there's a yeah. lot of light pollution where I live. <laughs> yeah, probably the suburb you're in probably has more people than my whole province. Oh, I'm I'm quite certain of it because like sure about that. Like I feel confident in without fact checking that. I feel like it's pretty true. How many people you have? Uh, I don't think we have over. I think there's a, around a million in Saskatchewan. Yeah, the the city itself has two two million. Okay, yeah, and like, and the, most of those people live in two different cities. So I live in like there's about 150 people in the town I live. Okay, yeah, I have like 150 people in my neighborhood. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big difference. 
Well, I really appreciate you coming on tonight and uh, sharing these experiences. And, uh, you know, if you ever have any other um, explanations that pop up over time to kind of explain, just definitely let me know because I'm, I'm very curious. That would be, yeah, I will for sure do that if I'm, yeah, because I'm kind of a little obsessed with trying to figure out like a more likely explanation of what happened. I don't think it's going to work, but I'd be interested to hear if other people have similar things. I hope not because it wasn't very much fun, but I'd be interested to hear about it if they did. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully, you know, if somebody's listening to the show that had an experience like yours, they contact me and I can definitely compare notes and share with For you sure. and stuff like that uh, because it's a very interesting thing. And I I, uh, I definitely enjoy doing these types of shows because I just don't know what to make of it. Like, it's just it's just odd. It's just different. And, uh, yeah. you know, it, 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 I can't imagine the feeling because when I had my time uh, lapse experience, like, I didn't know it was happening. You yeah. knew it was happening in the moment. And that's got to be scary. Well, I think I did. I don't know. Maybe maybe there was something else happening, and that's what I we remember. But, yeah, like, it was... Like, it doesn't make sense, because if the car was... We were driving the car, and it should have... Like, we should have hit the other highway. So... Yeah, so, I mean... So none, none of it makes any sense, so it's super weird. I guess you're open to the idea of other things pl- happening out happening here. I mean, you say that there's a lot of UFO settings, so you're you're not totally disregarding the idea of an abduction. Not totally. No, okay. I don't like I don't have any memories of that happening, but I'm not totally like closed off to the idea it had something to do with that. Yeah, and I I wouldn't I wouldn't try to I wouldn't close that off either because uh, it's such a weird experience that at this point, anything could possibly make sense. So. Yeah. yeah. And it's really hard to research it because if you just Google, like I got lost and went in circles, you don't really. Yeah, I'm sure. A lot comes up. Yeah. And also, I'm sure that the people who do experience similar things, they probably don't talk about it a whole lot, you know, because how do you yeah. talk about this? You you said you said it earlier in the interview that you're the kind of person that that talks, and so am yeah. I. And so when when I experience something weird, I talk about it. That's just the way I am. But not everybody's yeah. like that, you know. And I didn't talk about it for years, though. Like not, I I blocked that out and didn't. Well, I didn't block it out. I remembered it, but I didn't talk about it with anybody for years and years and years. So was that fear fear of rejection? Um. No, I think I was still kind of dealing with it on my own. Like it was. Gotcha. It was, yeah. Yeah. It was like almost like I, I think like, well, I've had near death experiences and this, I kind of would consider this one of them. So. Yeah. I can imagine. I absolutely can imagine. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate yeah. you coming on tonight and talking with me and sharing your experience. And uh, like I said, get a hold of me if anything else develops from this. Well, do. All right. I will talk to you later. Thank you. Bye. Well, that's the show, everybody. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did enjoy it, head on over to iTunes, leave a rating and review, and you will get a shout out on next week's show. And if you feel like becoming a patron, go over to patreon.com backslash the confessionals. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash the confessionals. You can see all the different rewards we're offering. Select what you like and become a patron. I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you guys stay safe, and I'll see you right here next Saturday on The Confessionals. 
just to stay alive.